Do you enjoy reading the Bible? I don't know what part of the Bible you enjoy reading the most. But my wife and I right now are, <clears throat> are working through the Gospels. And in some ways, I wish I could do that every year, and I can't. It's up, it's up to me. Because you get to see Jesus for who he really is. And that's what we would want to. Because we are his followers. We want people to see Jesus in us. Doing his work in and through us, through the power of the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of Mark starts off by saying, this is the good news about Jesus, the Messiah, the Son of God. And Mark, through the rest of his writing, was going to prove to you and I and the people of that time that Jesus was the Messiah. He truly was the Son of God. Really, all of the Gospels were written for that purpose to let us know who Jesus really was. He is who he said he was. Near the end of John's Gospel, John said, the disciples saw Jesus do many other miraculous signs in addition to the ones written in the book of John. But these miracles that were written in the book of John were written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in him, you will have life forever by the power of his name. Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant. He decided that quietly that he would no longer be married to, that he would no longer go, uh, go along with marrying her. And as he was considering that, an angel appeared to him. And the angel said to Joseph, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son. And you, Joseph, are to name him Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. In the 8th chapter of Mark, Jesus and his disciples walking through the villages near the town of Caesarea Philippi. And as they were walking and talking, Jesus asked the disciples two questions. The first question he asked them is, who do people say I am? Say I am? And they said, well, people say you are John the Baptist. People say you are Elijah. Other people say you are one of the prophets. And then he asks a second question. A question really he's asking us. Who do you say I am? And without hesitation, Peter said, you are the Messiah. As Jesus walked and talked with Peter, 
over the past days and months, Peter was able to begin to see Jesus for who he said he was, the Messiah, and he declared it that day. And then Jesus, after Jesus, Peter declared that Jesus was the Messiah, he predicted his death. They continued to walk, and he told them that he is going to suffer terrible things, that he is going to be rejected by the elders and the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. Then he said he would be killed. But three days later, he would rise from the dead. And Peter said, no, no, that's not going to happen to you. No, you can't. And he said to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Do not stop me from doing my father's will. My father wants me to die so that you can live. So that your sins can be forgiven. In chapter 10, just two chapters later, he ended up walking to Jerusalem with his disciples. And as he was walking to Jerusalem, he was explaining to his disciples what he was going to experience once he arrived in Jerusalem. And he got into a lot more detail as he predicted his death this time. He said, yes, I am going to be betrayed by the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. They will sentence me to die and hand me over to the Romans. They will mock me. They will spit on me. They will beat me with their whips and kill me. But after three days, I will rise again. Twice, Jesus laid out before his disciples the journey he needed to take in order to be able to save people to save you from your sin. Jesus needed to die on the cross and be raised from the dead so that we can be saved, so that we can have eternal life, life forever.